We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, before we get to today's pod, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast or just don't know where to start, Hustle is a perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&A's Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, We'll help you get you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is, you can get all this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bluewire.com slash hustle. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more, but that's bwhustle.com slash join. On today's episode of the Pride Podcast, we have the game preview of the Detroit Lions versus the Minnesota Vikings, the Week 17 matchup. Can the Detroit Lions get an upset and win this game? We give our bull predictions and scoring predictions all in episode 163 of the Pride Podcast. Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast episode 163 on the Blue Wire Network. Today's episode is going to be sponsored by Indeed.com and Bet Online. I am your host, Tyler, joined by my main man, as always, Malcolm, man. How you doing on this Happy New Year's, our first podcast of 2021? Woo, man, I'm back. I'm, I'm hyped. And I'm ready to roll, man. Let's go. Yeah, and we are rolling without Pierre today. Uh, holidays, early recording. I mean, 2021 just kicked off, so understandable. Yep. Me and Malcolm will discuss the firing and all the that stuff confidential. Yep. So even though I just said it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so we're here to talk about the Lions and Vikings. This is the finale, Week 17. This is the last game. I mean, the Lions aren't fighting for any playoff implications right now. The Vikings aren't fighting for any playoff implications. So this is it, last game of the year. And then we roll right into the offseason. But before we can do that, we got to play this game on Sunday. First game of 2021. We'll see what it has to offer. Maybe it'll be better than 2020. So um, with that being said, um, let's talk about this game. And before we do that, let's get into this injury report of the Lions and Vikings. Malcolm, you want to go ahead and start off with this Lions injury report? Yep. All right. So with the Detroit Lions injury report, we do have Danny Amendola. His injury is not injury related, but he did not practice all week. I'm not sure if he gave up or he just has something family related. I don't know, but he has to practice all week. So his play status is in question right now. Linebacker Jamie Collins has a neck injury. He did not practice all week. Offensive lineman Terrell Crosby has an ankle injury. He had a light practice on Wednesday, but did not practice on Thursday. Joe Dahl, he has a back injury. Did not practice on Wednesday. Did not practice on Thursday. Wide receiver Kenny Galladay got completely shut down. I know all the, everybody heard the news all week about Kenny Galladay. He's out. He has a practice all week. Frank Ragnow, he has a throat injury. He actually had he was limited in practice yesterday and today. And then we have our our Iron Man, you could call him, Matthew Stafford, the quarterback. He did not practice on Wednesday, but was limited on Thursday. So he may be on track to play. And that's it for the Detroit Lions injury report. You're- okay. All right. Let's get into this Minnesota Vikings injury report. Pretty lengthy report and some some significant players on this list as well. So Starting off with their kicker, Dan Bailey, who has been pretty bad for them this year. He hasn't participated the last he hasn't participated all this week with the back injury. Delvin Cook is on this list, but it's not injury related. He will not be playing this week. His father just passed away, so prayers up to Delvin and his family, definitely. And then continue with this injury report now. Cornerback Cam Dantzler is dealing with a hamstring injury. He hasn't participated this whole week either. Their other corner, former Detroit Lions, actually, uh, Chris Jones, dealing with the groin injury. He hasn't practiced the last couple of days. Jalen Holmes hasn't practiced the couple, last couple of days either with a groin injury. Uh, linebacker Eric Hendricks is dealing with a calf injury. He hasn't also practiced. And then Ifadi Odenifo, I always miss this guy's name. He hasn't participated the last couple of days with the chest injury. And then linebacker Todd Davis, ribs injury limited Wednesday and Thursday. Rookie from Oregon, Troy Dye, dealing with the concussion slash hamstring. He was limited Wednesday and Thursday. Fullback C.J. Ham with a quad injury. He was limited also. Also, running back Alexander Madison is in concussion protocol. He was limited Wednesday and Thursday. And then Armin Watts, dealing with an ankle injury. He was a full partsman Wednesday and Thursday. So that is the injury report sponsored by Indeed.com. The first injury report is 2021. Okay. So, uh... Let's break down. Let's break down this Minnesota Vikings offense, and then we could, you know, talk about how this Detroit Lions could compete with them. We'll see what Corey Udland, who will actually be there this week, has for them. Um, yeah. Lions, st- Lions still have some guys potentially missing on that coaching staff this week. I mean, they'll be getting Daryl Bevel back this week. They'll be getting Corey Udland, their defensive coordinator, back. But as of right now, at the time of this recording, defensive line coach uh, Bo Davis is not with the team right now. He's still in. COVID protocol, so he will not be right now. He's not with the team right now, so we'll see if that trend continues by Sunday and if he'll be there. But you know, how the lines always announce all their stuff at Saturday 4 p.m., so that's going to be the real significant time if they activate him or not. Well, all right, 
let's get into this uh, Minnesota Vikings offense. Now, a little depleted <laughs> offense, at least in the running back room. You know, obviously, we mentioned Delvin Cook ain't playing this week because of his father. And then Alexander Madison is doing that concussion. So, um, first, obviously, Kirk Cousins at quarterback. But then the running back room, if with no Delvin Cook, you're looking at potentially Amir Abdullah, former Detroit Lions, Mike Boone. And then if Alexander Madison gives it a go, he'll be in there. Uh, the wide receivers healthy and been very productive all year for this Minnesota Vikings offense with Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, Chad Beebe has been a solid slot receiver for them. Uh, tight end, Irv Smith. I mean, he, this guy's been kind of their red zone threat. I mean, the guy they like to use in the red zone a lot. He gets a bunch of touchdowns for this team. Um, he's kind of taking that next step this year. I mean, he's been pretty solid for this Minnesota Vikings offense. Pretty good player for them. He's backed up by Tyler Coughlin. Kyle Rudolph will be ruled out in this game, so Tyler Coughlin will be his backup in this game. And then going on to the offensive line, at left tackle, you got Rashad Hill. At left guard, you got Dakota Dozier. Center, you got Garrett Bradbury. And right guard, you got the rookie Ezra Cleveland from Boise State. And then right tackle, you got Brian O'Neill. And that is the Minnesota Vikings offense. So, Malcolm, now we talked about this Vikings offense. No Delvin Cook. We'll see what the status is of him, Alexander Madison, on game day. What is your game plan when you're playing this Minnesota Vikings offense now? I mean, because that's a whole different look. You take out one of the biggest equations. When we played them last time, rushing 200 yards right down your throat, you just took that out of that offense right now. And, you know, not even the Detroit Lions. Delvin Cook has killed every team this year. So you just think about that huge piece out of that equation. So what are you doing here now with no Delvin Cook? Your game plan without Delvin Cook now? Well, first thing first, you, you can't give the backups confidence. Can't get you can't let Amir Abdullah get confidence, and you can't let Boone get confidence uh, in their running game. So we got to completely shut them out. So we got to make it a one-dimensional game, put it on Kirk Cousins' arm, and let Kirk Cousins beat us. Now <laughs> we can still lose this game because our secondary is still not good. Yeah, um, it's not like we have lockdown corners. Not like we have a, a pass rush that's going to give them give them problems. Now we're we're hoping for you know we make it a one-dimensional game because we hope that Kirk Cousins makes mistakes. Um, and, and that's that's what we got to hold for. And then the thing is with Detroit, I mean, one last time we got an interception. One last, one last time we like forced a turnover. Carolina game, I think was their last interception. Carolina I, game. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to be missing one. We've I mean, had that a pick or something before. <laughs> we don't. We don't get. We don't get much turnover. We don't get much interceptions. It's just we've had a just, fumble like in the Texans game on Thanksgiving, but yeah. yeah. No. I mean, like, yeah, fumbles, fumbles happen, but more like interceptions, like making plays on the ball. We we don't do that. Like, I think our leading interception is Deron Harmon with like two. Yeah, I think which, he's tied with the Warrior. Yeah, with, with, with two, which is it's <laughs> awful. <That's very laughs> so, bad. can we can we force turnovers? I mean, that's the thing. Now, if the, if the game was just on Kirk Cousins' arm, he could still beat us. They still have two dynamic wide receivers that could give us that's going to give us problems. Yeah, so and they have given us problems. Yeah, so if if they could, you know, take the confidence away from the running backs that, that are there, and you know, play solid coverage that those two wide receivers don't destroy us, I think it's going to be a really close game. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I mean, even without Delvin Cook, I think this defense will still have a little tough time. You know, like you mentioned with those receivers, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and I would even count on Irv Smith because the Lions all year have had tight trouble with tight ends. And when they last played him, he had two touchdowns or two on them. So, I mean, that's another, you know, especially without Jamie Collins too, like who you put in against 
uh, Irv Smith, if you go man coverage, obviously, if you go into a zone, that's a different question. But we play man coverage. Who are you putting on a guy like Irv Smith? That's going to yeah. be an interesting question. You have to put Tracy. Yeah, that's possible. So, yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it's it's not the greatest offense. Obviously, like we we, we just took out the biggest equation. We took out Delvin Cook, so yeah. it's definitely depleted. So you have a chance in this game, obviously, without Delvin Cook. But yeah, I agree with you. Um, stopping the run, I think, is ideal because you know this line's run defense. Obviously, it's no secret; it hasn't been good this year. So um, it wouldn't like really shock me if you know we still had a tough time with their run offense, especially if Alexander Madder, Alexander Madder's, Madison plays. Because I mean, we've seen when he's given the opportunity, he's been a pretty elusive back. He's kind of like a knockoff Delvin Cook, if you want to call him, which is not yeah. an insult at all when you're being compared to Delvin Cook as a knockoff version. So. I mean, he's very good. So if he ends up playing, I mean, yeah, it's not Delvin Cook, but I mean, it's not like you're playing some scrub running back. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it could happen, I and mean, that's why you got to take the confidence away from those guys and then yeah. make it one-dimensional. Yeah, it's just gonna be difficult for this team because obviously they've proven they can't stop the run. It doesn't matter who it really is, honestly. So. I mean, that's been always the game plan. I think every week is try to make that team one-dimensional, and you know, it just obviously hasn't worked out. And just with the personnel you have out there, and all, and et cetera. So I mean, I don't know. So I mean, we face we 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 face tough running backs, so it, it was hard to make them one-dimensional. Like you play you play the Titans, and you have Derrick Henry. I mean, yeah, you're how, not doing that. <laughs> you're not doing that, you know. And then you know, so it's hard. So. Maybe without Cook, you know, maybe it'll make it easier for the team to, you know, take away their running game and then force it on Kirk Cousins, make Kirk Cousins throw the ball 30, 40 times. Yeah. And then if Kirk Cousins throwing the ball 30, 40 times, he's going to he's gonna make a mistake. Yeah, definitely. He, he's going to make a mistake. If you throw the ball that many times, I think he's going to make a mistake. So we'll see how uh, how, they, how they play it. Yeah, Kirk had some success for this line secondary and like this year in the past. I mean, Kirk doesn't really have it. I mean, like. We make fun of Kirk and not to deserve it because he's not the greatest quarterback, obviously. But, like, I mean, he finds his way against the Detroit Lions, I feel like, every time around. Especially, you know, since being a Viking, we haven't beat him. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. We, we, we do know, I mean, who was our, our coach. And... <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. So, maybe. Uh, Matt, Matt Patricia has to beat a lot of people. I mean, it's been tough. I mean, he had, what, one division? Yeah, two division wins in this whole ten. <laughs> no, they're both against the Packers. First, both through Packers. Yeah, his first year, twenty eighteen. Yeah, I mean, shit. Oh. I don't. I don't know, man. Without Cook, it, it makes them. It makes the offense real shaky. It gives you a chance. It gives you a chance. Yeah, and then I mean, the ball is more. It, the, the game is now on Kirk Cousins, I and mean, now Kirk Cousins got to beat you, which is, which is ideal. I mean, that's what you would want. If Dalvin Cook was playing, that would be oh. your game plan. Yeah. Stop Dalvin Cook and make Kirk Cousins beat you. So it shouldn't change. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it, the only reason why I'm not saying this confidently, why I don't think this is going to happen very much, is just because we just saw last week. Uh, it's that too, and then they saw last week itself. I mean, we played not the greatest running backs. We played Leonard Fournette, Lashawn McCoy, and Keyshawn Vaughn, and <laughs> had a pretty. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'm not, I'm not taking too much from last game. Last yeah. game was awful. Last game. Both sides of the ball, offense, yeah, defense. I mean, even when Stafford was there, they weren't moving the ball. It just, it, it just shows. And I'm gonna say this: it just shows what what Bevel is bringing to the team. They look lost. They look lost last week without Bevel. Yeah, it was either Bevel, Stafford. I don't know where. I mean, even <laughs> even when Stafford was playing, they Stafford had two drives before he got hurt. And those drive. two drives, one drive, well, they yeah. didn't even get a first down. 
Yeah, it was the three and now, and then he was, twisted his ankle. It was three and now. I mean, and he wasn't even pushing the ball downfield. It was like checkdowns, checkdowns yeah. too. Is uh, that was one of the more rough games I've watched by the Lions. <laughs> yeah, just, and, like, and then the offense didn't change when um was when Chase Daniels got in the game. It was checkdowns, 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 and it was awful. And I think it proved my point about Chase Daniels being the biggest scam in NFL history. I mean, dude, yeah. how does this guy earn contracts? How? I mean, you, he was in a bad spot. His play calling was never a play caller before. And those plays that they were calling were just awful. Those were like all Jim Bob Cooter type plays. I get it. It, just, it was awful. It was I awful. I just don't understand it, man. Sean he, Ryan actually, he had looks, man, as an offensive coordinator, too. Remember last year? Not anymore. I guarantee <laughs> you that shit is off the table. He's on, if his name was available, they're scratching that shit off. They saw the play calls, they were like, no way. You know who it was with, too? And you know who they ended up getting? It was, was it the, the Carolina Panthers. It was, was the Carolina, Carolina Panthers. Panthers. So oh, really? they... So they went from potentially having Sean Ryan as their OC to now having Joe Brady. Yeah. <laughs> so they did a good move. Yeah, that Shit. was. Shit. They picked up. Yeah, they would have picked up Ryan, man. Oh man, that would have been bad. <laughs> you saw those plays last week. They were awful. Uh, did you finish? Was, the game? I, like, I, 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 fin- I finished the game, and it was sad because like. It was so bad that I was literally dozing in and out. I was dozing off. Like, oh, shit. Like, I, 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 I had the game on my background. I never turn off the game usually, but, like, I'm not going to lie, dude. I had my, I was on my phone during the whole game, like, the whole fourth quarter. It was, it was bad. And then you knew, like, when Stafford was out, you knew that the chance that they had is just out the window. Yeah. And so just, it, was, it was a hard watch. It was a hard it watch. I mean, watch. it was, you know, you, you're out your quarterback. You're playing with coaches that never coached before. You're playing with corners I never coordinated before, and then everything is this looks awful. Everything looks awful. It was just terrible, especially offensively. Like, gee, like did I mean I know I was dozing in and out, but did Chase did push the ball between like? Had he put did he push the ball like down the field? <laughs> did he throw or was the it ball all checkdowns? <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Like, or was it all checkdowns? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I wasn't paying attention 100% either, so I'm not going to lie. It was just, man, like... It might have been a player, too, but I don't I, think... It was, it was awful. It was awful. Never again should those coaches ever be in those positions ever again. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. Yeah, let's take a quick commercial break, and then we talk about this Vikings defense versus Lions offense. So. Yep. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is crucial. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job sites according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there is no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resume on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates We'll see it fast. Try Indeed with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best available offer anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions applies. The 
The NBA is back in action, and football is headed into the playoffs. You might not be in a game this year, but you can still be in on all the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going an extra mile to make sure you get every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to teams, players, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonus today and start wagering on wins, divisions, and championship features all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all their great sign up bonuses. Don't forget, use promo code BlueWire at betonline.ag. That's BlueWire, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, guys, we are back. Now we're here to break down the Minnesota Vikings defense versus Detroit Lions offense. So let's break down this Minnesota Vikings defense, and then we'll talk about a game plan. So starting off, I mean, this is hard to kind of predict who's going to be in these spots because they have so many guys that are questionable for this game. So, I mean, this might not even end up happening. But let's start off. We got Ifadi. Oh, my God. We have to say this guy's name again. Ifadi Obahani. Obahani. What? I, I messed it up. But whatever. You guys know what I'm talking about. You guys see him on the field. Okay, so Ifadi is questionable. And like I mentioned in the injury report, he didn't practice either day. So um, it doesn't look like he will end up playing this game. So, all right, let's go to the interior. Shamar Stefan, he's their uh, defensive tackle, lined up against Jalil Johnson. And then their backups, they got Armin Watts. And then the rookie out of Baylor, James Lynch. And then at the other defensive end spot, they got Jalen Holmes, who is also questionable for this game. I um, mean, the injury report, he didn't practice either. So, I mean, I don't know who's playing defensive end for these guys. I mean, you're looking at guys like Jordan Brailford, Ryan Conley. Um, I'm not going to lie and act like I know these guys. I'm not going to give you guys an educated guy. I don't know <laughs> who are these guys. <laughs> so uh, maybe you who, see a guy who like the James. Fuck is that guy? <laughs> maybe you see a guy like James Lynch go to the. I don't even see this. Maybe I mean, maybe you see him go to the defensive end spot. I mean, he could play some three tackle. I've never seen him play defensive end. So that I don't know. That's going to be interesting. I don't know what the hell is playing defensive end for these guys. All right. Going to the linebacking core, and even this, I don't know who's going to be playing for them at linebacker. Troy Dye, he is questionable in this game. He was limited, so he could he could suit up. Eric Kendrick, who also didn't practice these last couple of days, so he might not play at the middle linebacker spot. So you may be inserting Blake Lynch. I mean, who is Blake Lynch? Who are, who who is Hardney Nickerson? Who is that? Who is Hardney Nickerson? Who are these guys? Uh, your guess is better than mine, man. I, well, I thought you knew. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. And I'm not going to lie like I know. So, <laughs> And then the yeah. other outside linebacker is Eric Wilson. Obviously, he's a proven guy. He's good. And then Todd Davis, he's also questionable. He's their one of their backup linebackers. So I don't know if he ends up playing. Anthony Barr is on IR. I mean, this team is banged up. So let's get into these corners. And this is going to even be tough because they have two corners on this list are – didn't practice the last couple of days. So, I mean, you might be inserting a guy, Dylan Mabin. I mean, because right now Cam Dancer is their initial starting starting corner. He's been good for them this year, but he's questionable. He hasn't practiced. Chris Jones has been their, you know, the reliable safety safety option if, you know, one of these guys can't go or for some snaps. Former Lion, he is questionable in this game as well. So now you're looking at guys like Jeff Gladney, Harrison Hand, who I know a little bit of Harrison Hand, so he'll probably be the starter. And then, if they go into a nickel formation, you could be looking at a guy like Dylan Maven. I don't know anything about Dylan Maven either. So, I mean, this is a depleted defense right now. Mike Hughes on IR. 
Georgi Loka, the starting strong safety, one of their starting safeties is out. And then you're looking at, obviously, their one-two punch with Harrison Smith and Anthony Harris. They'll be playing. But even their kicker, Dan Bailey, questionable in this game. He hasn't practiced the last couple of days, so they'll probably oh, have to shit. promote somebody. So this defense is depleted. And you might be looking at a lot of guys in, in, on the field on this game. You're like, who is this? Who is Dylan Mabin? Who is Blake Lynch? Who are these guys? And you, th- there's a very you know real-life scenario that this could happen. And this could be very interesting. So with that being said, Malcolm, you're Daryl Bevel. What are you doing here? <laughs> Shit, I mean, if Stafford's playing, you can do whatever the hell you want to do. And that's what, that's what makes this game interesting because um, if Stafford plays, you could, you know, you could air it out. You could throw the ball if you want to. You know, you, you, could, you could have fun. And that's the thing. It's, it's week 17. We know how Detroit normally plays week 17. They normally have fun. They normally do, you know, you see, I think you're going to see a few trick plays. <laughs> it happens <laughs> yeah, every year. It happens every 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 year week 17. So we, I, I guarantee you guys, you're going to see a few trick plays. And they're just gonna go out there and have fun. And <laughs> if Safford's playing with this, with that that defense that's out there, it's it's gonna be we could we could do it again. We could do whatever you want. Swift could go out and have a hundred yard game on the ground. You never know. It's whatever they want to do. This defense is not. It's it's bad. It's, it's banged up. Very banged up. <laughs> it's very banged up. I think um didn't what's it called put up fifty points on them last week. The Saints, yeah. The Saints, they put a fifty-five points on them last week. I mean, yeah. they, this, this defense is is all is, is really bad right now. It's like Detroit Lions bad right now. Yeah. So so we'll we'll see how they handle it, man. I like I like our office. I like I really 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 like our offensive offense chance versus that defense. Especially like you know when you see him with Daryl Bevel since he's taken over, it's been a a lot better offense, and they've played exactly. some difficult defenses. And they've been able to put up points. So this is definitely the worst defense you have played since that stretch of Daryl Bevel taking over, like by far. Like not even close, in my opinion. Not like, even close. Chicago's defense way better. Green Bay's defense way better. And then Tennessee defense way better as well than this depleted Minnesota Vikings defense. So I agree, man. They could do whatever the hell they want. And then you're adding DeAndre Swift to the equation, obviously. And some of those games, or just one of those games, you didn't have them in that game. And when you played the Bears, and, you know, obviously they won. So if this was Chase Daniel, this would be the definition of a toilet bowl. And I think it still is the toilet bowl with Matthew Stafford. (laughs) But it might be a little bit more entertaining. And now you actually have a legit chance of winning this game. And honestly, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but I might choose the Lions to win this game in our predictions. I might Mm. have So I'm just saying, week 17, I might have to make something bold. So. Let me ask you some questions, man. I mean, I know a lot of people are wondering right now. Do you know if Detroit wins this game? Worst case scenario, where they'll end up at? I'm talking about worst case scenario. I'm talking about like if the other teams win and and or the other teams lose and Detroit Lions win. Worst case scenario, do you know where Detroit position. Lions will be draft position? This is, so, this is huge for Lions fans that's out there right now. So obviously with. If they if they lose this game, I think best case scenario they can go all the way up to number three. That's no, the high. That, that's high as if they lose this game. If they lose this game, or it's number four. Sorry, number four is the highest they that they can go in this game. If they okay. uh, if they lose, if they win this game, the best or the worst case scenario would be. I think it could be all the way to. It could be as low as fourteen, or or four like fourteen fifteen. 
So they, they can move up to the, the, the 14, 15 spot if they win this game. Yeah. I mean, that's depend- that, that, That's saying like every team that. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, saying every team yeah. lost. Detroit Lions won. Which I don't even think it's possible because some of these teams are playing each other. So. Each other? Okay. So I think it'd be like 13. 13 to 14 is would be 13, my guess. 14? Is worst case, worst case scenario. So I I know you said that we could get to the fourth that fourth spot. So I'm I'm pretty sure seventy five percent of the fan base is rooting for us to take this L. Probably yeah. <laughs> I mean even the fourth spot. I mean that that's gonna be very difficult to happen as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean because you need every you need those teams to win and yeah again so it's the same thing. Like I don't know how you cheer for this because like some of the teams that like. If you're cheering, if they win, then you're cheering for the other way around. But if they lose, then you want the other teams to lose. So, like, because some of these teams are playing each other, so it's like difficult to cheer for. So yeah. you got to kind of have to see what the result of the Lions game is first, and then you can know what to cheer for a little bit. You know what I mean? Got you. So okay. I mean, I think if they end up losing, they probably won't move like up too much. They'll probably like stay in that seven six ish range. And if they win, I think you could be looking at like eleven or twelve. Realistically, okay. realistically, so that yeah. a more realistic answer would be, if we lose, we might go up a couple spots, like a spot. If I a think, spot. It, yeah, and I think if they win, I think they move down like three or four spots. Okay, three or five. That, that, that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, you know me, knowing me, I I could care less if about draft positions. Um, you know, I just want I just want good football, man. So, I'm actually hoping that they win this game. I'm rooting for them to win. Um, how do you feel about this game? I mean, like, I'm not gonna be frustrated if they win. I'm not gonna be frustrated if they lose. I mean, it's yeah. a week 17 meaningless game to me right now. So, I'm not gonna be like one of those people that are angry if they win this game. But I'm not gonna be angry if they lose the game either. So, like, it's just like one of those like what like I don't really care situations if that makes sense. Like, yeah, it's not meaningful football. Like, it just doesn't really matter to me yeah, if they win or lose. They're playing but, for pride. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not gonna be one of those people. Like, you know, the the big tank fans. Like, oh, this organization sucks that they won this game. Like, I'm not like that. I'm not. Sol. Sol. No, this I, is a Lions move. They would do this. I mean, it kind of is a Lions move, but I'm not gonna be. <laughs> I'm not gonna be frustrated if they win this game. But I also won't be like frustrated if they lose this game. I'm like, it's just like a whatever game. Like, I'm gonna be watching and watch some young guys. You know, they like release a guy like Jaron Curse, so we get to see like. I don't know, maybe a young safety like Will Harris. Could he make a play like Tracy Walker getting more roles, like a bigger role? Could he make a play or something like that? So that's what I'm looking more at than rather than the result of the game. Honestly, I don't really care. Honestly, the result of the game. It's more of looking at what we have going forward in the future. And I don't think a win or loss really does you know anything for this team. So yeah, that's true. Now going on to another question, man. I know you're really you're really big on the Matthew Stafford playing playing or not do you still feel that same way about him playing potentially playing week 17 oh i'm still very against him playing this game i don't want him playing this game but i mean i just kind of got over it at this point i mean there's no point of even arguing him or or me getting Mm -hmm. frustrated over it because it's happening i mean it's happening and i mean what do you want me to do i mean there's no need to get me angry i mean i was i was pissed when he got hurt last week honestly and i'm like dude are you serious right now this guy just got hurt again and with a different injury so yeah. I was frustrated, honestly, but I don't know, man. It just is what it is. I don't know what the organization needs to see from at this point. That's my main argument, but they don't even see anything from Stafford right now. They just, they, I mean, right now, I think their their mindset is that they just want to go out there. They want to win. 
which is I, th- I think that's honestly what it, I think that's what it boils down to that they 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 want to win, and it's, I, it's, I it's just man, it's Stafford man. He's like a different breed to me, man. Yeah. Nothing to play for, and he's still gonna go out there and play with all these. He's banged up. He's he's banged up. That's that's whoo. I don't know, man. I just like if I'm the organization, I have stability in this organization. I'm not saying Daryl Bevel. I'm not saying the coaching staff, but I'm saying the people that have stability in the organization, guys like Spielman, guys like obviously Sheila Ford, Rod Wood. I don't know. That's a decision I make myself and say, my man Staff, you're a baller. We'll make a decision on you next year, and we'll decide from there. You're not playing this game because, I don't know, Like I just don't see the purpose in him playing this game. Like I said, he has nothing to prove, and winning or losing this game doesn't really do anything for you i mean besides morally or pride like it doesn't really do anything for you though you know what i mean i think i think what it does show for stafford is that he cares yeah no and i appreciate that i think that's what it shows that he cares he, i mean he i just feel like that you know he cares he cares about the team cared about the organization and he he, he wants to be he wants he, he generally wants to be out there yeah, I appreciate that too. I mean, you as a fan, you have to appreciate that. As an organization, you have to appreciate well, some that. Some fans, fans, some fans don't appreciate that. I think most, I think a lot of fans. Don't Majority of the fans that. appreciate him Major- and his hustle. And like I said, even though I'm against him playing, I don't, I don't, you know, discredit his toughness. I don't discredit, like, I don't discredit that at all. Like, I respect the hell out of him. I don't know how he does it. I don't know why he's doing this, but you know, daddy's Nobody doing knows. it. Nobody knows why. I respect the hell out of him. I do, but I just. It's not. It's not even like I'm mad at him. I'm mad at the organization for playing him. But I've already explained my reason why I'm playing. Yeah. Uh, so there's no need to, you know, repeat that. But I don't know. So, I mean, it is what it is. As far as draft position, I mean, hey, who doesn't want a better draft pick? So like, if they lose this game, it obviously isn't bad. Like, if they lose this game, like, I'm not. You shouldn't be frustrated or mad. If they win no. this game, you shouldn't be mad or frustrated either. But um, it just is what it is. I mean, good teams. Make right, make the right picks at wherever they're picking. I mean, look at the the successful organizations like the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're picking one the twenties every year. They got guys like T.J. Watt, defensive player of the year potentially this year. Like they know how to find talent at wherever they pick. Exactly. So that's just what good organizations do. So, I mean, you know, having a higher pick obviously increases the chances of getting a you know a stud or a better player. But I mean, it is what it is. I don't know. Like last year, I was I think I was a lot more heavy on the tank or losing that game week seventeen because that you was the difference Chase between Chase Young and Jeff Akuda, Derek Brown, Isaiah Simmons, who are talented players, but Chase Young is one of the, the one of those generational players. You know what I mean? Yep, he'd so. be the guy that could he could he, he's a he's a jump starter, you know, to help you know change a change a defense. Yeah, he, so. yeah, he, he's a jump starter, so yeah. So, yeah, I, I get you. There's definitely definitely a huge difference. But then you can look at the other way around. Like 2018, if they lost that game versus Green Bay, you could talk. You could be talking about Josh Allen on your team right now, compared to T.J. Hawkinson. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, both. I mean, T.J. Hawkinson worked out good, and oh, I'm, 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 I'm happy. I'm happy we have him. Yeah. But uh, would I rather have Josh Allen? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's just me. But um, that's right. um. Let's move on to the predictions, bro. Predictions. Oh, man, this is sad. Oh, last time. Cue the Fox music. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, man, that's sad. Okay. Let's get into these predictions. Let's read off the records. 
So the listeners are the only ones who took an L last week. They actually chose the Lions to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, yeah, wow. pretty bold. Um, you, Malcolm, are sitting at eight and seven. Pierre is at seven and eight, and I am sitting at nine and six. So you're one game behind me. Pierre is officially mathematically eliminated from winning this thing. The listeners are mathematically eliminated, so they're fighting for third place right now. Listeners and Pierre, they're tied. So we'll see what ends up happening up there. So Malcolm, if you win this and I lose, we would be officially tied for first place. And I don't know what the hell the tiebreaker is. So <laughs> maybe who who called more bold predictions? We have to go back and see. Like who's the closest, I guess. But all right, oh. Malcolm, who do you got winning this game? <laughs> well, damn, just go, just have, have me go first. Okay, so um, all right, so their defense. All right, fine, is... fine, fine. You know, that's not fair. Since I'm the leader, I'll give you. I, just so you know, maybe you have a chance. Maybe you'll swing your vote, and you know, it gives you a chance to win. So or tie it. So okay, let's, yes, yes, yeah, have me go first. That makes sense. Okay, so I'm gonna. I don't know if this is like an upset or bold prediction. I'm going to say the Lions. I'm choosing the Lions to win this game versus the Vikings. <laughs> uh, I, I think this defense is very depleted. And it looks like Matthew Stafford's going to suit up. So I think the Lions end up winning this game. I'll say 31-27. I think the Lions win this game kind of in a close one with the Vikings. Uh, my bold prediction is Stafford throws four passing touchdowns. And three of them will be to TJ Hawkinson. Wow. Okay. Three of them, TJ Hawk. Okay. Shit, I can't go Lions now. Yeah, I mean, you have to choose the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, now, now I pretty much have to choose the Vikings now. Let's go Vikings. I'm going to go Vikings 31, 31, 27 Vikings. And score. Just flip flop. Yeah. And my bold prediction is <laughs> Amir Abdullah is going to get revenge on the Detroit Lions. And get two touchdowns. Okay. I like that. He's actually been pretty solid for them when he's kind of an opportunity this year. So I'm happy for him, man. I like Dula, man. I mean, obviously, he didn't really work out here, but I was always a big fan of him. Class of X every time, you know. All right. Let's get to Pierce's prediction. He's also choosing the Vikings to win this game 27 23. And his bold prediction is that DeAndre Swift has 150 scrimmage yards. So there we go. And then if you guys want to get involved, even though you guys are mathematically out of it, so your vote doesn't really matter this week, So, but you could still vote. Um, you can go on Twitter, IG, IG Story on the Pride Podcast, and Twitter poll at, at the Pride Podcast, and just click on who you want to vote for by clicking lines, Vikings. So I guess you guys are fighting for third place. So I guess you guys got something to fight for. But um, with that being said, that's it. And that's a wrap. So obviously 2020 out the doors. And we're on to 2021, and we want to thank you guys. Obviously, it was a great year, a great year for our podcast. Interesting year, obviously, in the world, and what we had to live through this year. But, you know, for our podcast, obviously, we grew a lot this this over, over this past year. It was a great season, obviously. So, you know, for me personally, and I could speak probably for you and Peter, I mean, this was a great year for us. I mean, this was amazing, and we just plan on growing from 2021, 2022, whatever. We're going to keep rising, you know. Like, you know, when you get to see a stock and it goes... And it raises that's what we're planning to do yeah. so um thank you guys all that support man it's it's amazing it really is yeah man and just to piggyback off what you said then definitely want to give a big thank you to all the listeners um everybody that rocked out with us all year and um support our podcast and left those reviews and left the voicemails and and just tunes in just every time we release man we want to give a big thank you um even you know this has been a rough year and i remember last year when we went through this rough patch we had to stop we had to stop doing these previews yeah 
we had to do it we had to stop early because it, it seemed like they were tuned out but this year everybody was tuned in everybody was tuned in all year long even even through the struggle so we appreciate you guys through all this man and, and a happy new year to everybody man and we had to do draft talk around this time last year yeah we had to do draft talk around this time we couldn't even do it we can't even release an episode uh a pre-game talk about a game if we could have yeah, talked about it i think when, when did we stop that was a broncos game what, what week was that before that before the Broncos, it was the vikings game we had to talk about if carry on johnson should play or not i remember yeah, and yeah. We, we were more interested obviously in um, chris spielman's comments about the game than the actual game itself yeah, i don't man. know if you remember that we made a whole episode is chris spielman right or wrong we had to make a whole episode dedicated to chris spielman's comment rather wow. than the game happened it was the broadcast that was more interesting than the actual game wow so <laughs> No, it's wild, man. So, obviously, we appreciate you. We made it this year. All 17 weeks. We made a preview for all 17 weeks. So. Yep, yep. All right, guys. So, we're out. Peace. All right, y'all. I'm out. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.